everybody. Welcome to Who You Got With. Mellow. And Rado is a sports podcast where we talk your favorite sports debate, sports highlights, and sports matchups. And if you guys are watching with us, please make sure you go ahead and click that like button below and make sure you guys subscribe to our channel. We love every single one of you guys and make sure you guys follow along with us because we got a lot of sports to talk about with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you guys want to check us out on, on our Twitch, on our YouTube channel, um, on our Facebook live page, uh, also on Instagram, any social media, pretty much TikTok as well. That's the place to really check us out if you really want to follow along with us. If you want to ask us some other questions about the podcast or if you just want to give us some general support, please make sure you go ahead and check out that Patreon page. We got some really mm-hmm. cool things for you guys on there. We're going to be doing some uh, some episodes for you guys there that are going to be exclusive for uh, Patreon there. And uh, we're also going to be doing some uh, merch over there for you guys. So if you guys want to check that out, please go ahead and check out our Patreon page. And you guys could also check us out on our personal uh, pages. I'm the iconic dude on Instagram, and Mello is... Mello the Notorious. That's right. So what are we talking about this week, Mello? What do we got on the docket? Man, you already know what it is. Uh, Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, We just got past uh, the championship games in the NFL. And I'm talking about, obviously, the AFC and the NFC championship. And we're pretty much uh, right right before the Super Bowl. So that's exactly mm-hmm. what we're here today. Take a little recap uh, on what happened those uh, championship games because, boy, did a lot happen. Um, but really spend more time on talking about our, our, our prediction for the Super Bowl. And then to really end it off, uh, we decided to throw in uh, what we uh, think is our top Super Bowl in recent memory uh, from growing up and from the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of one of those top games that was just nail-biting or just maybe a personal favorite that just really made you fall in love. Um, so that's definitely what we got on the docket today. Um, but yeah, that's man, it's great. it's... It, it's kind of bittersweet, though. NFL is about to be done. Um, honestly, I was just looking at plenty of episodes for the next couple of weeks. I was like, damn. <laughs> like, we usually always had a good NFL episode lined up. We didn't have to worry about that. Sometimes we're like, right, what else we got planned for this week? Uh, next week, I was like, oh, man, I got to I gotta plan two episodes. No more <laughs> no more NFL. It's um, always bittersweet, man, when the NFL is gone. It was for like six months, like literally. I know. And it was a hectic, long season. Obviously, they added an extra week this year, uh, so we really had even more of a little bit of a jam-packed season. Um, Mm -hmm. To end it off, we ended up having uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers face off in the NFC Championship, and uh, Cincinnati Bengals and uh, Kansas City Chiefs face off in the AFC Championship. And both games, while completely different, had a lot of drama when it came down to it. And that's some of the little uh, topics that I want to touch on today. Um, Let's say, uh, let's start with the blowout. Philly versus 49ers. Uh, Do you want to start off, touch touch base on the drama that happened in that game? Yeah, I mean, starting off the bat, like a lot of people thought the 49ers, they really really thought that they were going to be in it, you know? And I think at, at one point during the week, they actually were the favorite for a second, but then the Eagles... Became the favorite towards the end of the week for Vegas odds, but we know what happened. You know, first quarter, literally first few plays of the game, Brock Purdy got injured, man, and out of the game, hurt his shoulder, his elbow really in the shoulder, and he couldn't go on. So 
what what do you do with the 49ers when you don't got Brock Purdy no more because he's your third quarterback? You mm-hmm. know, Trey Lance started in the beginning of the season pretty much, and you had Garoppolo starting out, you know, here and there throughout the season as pretty much your backup, and he wasn't available to play. So they had to go in with Josh Johnson, who they just signed like a few weeks ago. I mean, what was he supposed to do in a NFC Championship game against? My much... man was tight. He was like, yeah. I was just here to get a check. Yeah. What do you mean you need me? It's the NFC right. Championship against one of the best defenses in the league. That's what I was gonna say. Like against a pretty much a number one rush defense. I mean, or and they have number one sacks in the league as a total front four, which is insane. So how was he supposed insane. to like get away from that? Dante Sweat was all over him. Like, I mean, he couldn't he he couldn't really do much in that pocket, and you saw that the whole first half of the game. Second second half of the game, it was pretty much already a blowout, so there was no way that they can come back. Purdy tried to come in like towards the end of the third quarter, and he finished out the fourth quarter, but he wasn't doing much because he was just handing off the ball. Only threw it five times since uh, he came back in after you know after the third quarter. Um, are you sure? Because I watched that game and I don't even I remember one throw. It was it was five throws after he uh, after he got injured in the in the fourth quarter I believe he threw five because once once Johnson got injured um and they so one shoulda just dealt with McCaffrey yeah shoulda gave him the helmet let him run some wildcat options in the backfield fact, give him a yo. couple of throws um maybe put in uh Purdy on some fakes but the fact that they put Purdy back in and then ran the ball for two quarters was just depressing. Yeah. They they should have put they should have just let McCaffrey go in that quarterback and just have in. some fun at that point. Try to, to get some things you going. Of like some Friday night lights with uh the other McCaffrey and Michael B. Jordan's character going <laughs> going on too with it. <laughs> nah I know man and honestly I was I was a little disappointed at at, at that at how that ended. Obviously, it was a blow from the get-go, but like I said, yeah. that was just a yeah. boring game to watch when it got towards the end, and it wasn't That's even fun sure. to watch. At that point, it was just depressing. That's for sure. And, I mean, the Eagles did their thing, though. They they did what they were supposed to do, especially in the beginning. They took off, you know, like I thought they were gonna, and they didn't let off the gas, so uh, they deserve to be in the Super Bowl. They've been the best team pretty much in the NFC all season, and they definitely deserve to be in there. And then you go on to the AFC, with the, the team that's mm. been in there pretty much the last five years in a row, the Kansas City Chiefs, against uh, a, you know, a team that's been on the uprise in the AFC. They were just the AFC team to present the Super Bowl, represent the Super Bowl last year, and they just made it to the AFC Championship game again, the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Chiefs. What do you think about that one? Honestly, that was an even more crazier game. Um, yeah. <laughs> Chiefs started off uh, strong. Obviously, the whole... The whole story of the game was was Mahomes on a on a wobble foot. You know <laughs> how mobile was he gonna be? Is he able to yep. take off in the pocket? Um, does that affect his throwing? Uh, but honestly, he started off pretty enough. He did pretty fine. Um, mm-hmm. Took off a, a little bit of a lead. Couldn't quite finish. I remember there was a, a call that holding call that pulled the touchdown back early in the first. Um, True. But since since he started coming back a little bit, next thing you know, it's uh, it's a tie game. Um, and they pretty much just kind of kept going back and forth um, just throughout the whole game. Um, but then you get to the fourth quarter, and there's a lot of controversy going on here. Um, yeah, there was. A <laughs> couple questionable calls. Uh, I think they did replay the third down like two or three times. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Like they gave the, uh, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals, they gave them a few th- third downs, which is crazy. Um, 
Uh, no, um, it was the the Chiefs that gave a few third downs. That, that's my bad. Yeah, uh, that's, that's what I meant. They gave the Chiefs two. I mean, they gave him a third down, then they moved it to fourth down, and then they gave him back a third down, which is nuts. And and then they said we actually weren't supposed to give you neither one of those because our uh, boy was just too slow trying to run on the field to stop the first play. So we're back to the original third down. Um, <laughs> so I do want to point out that that drive ended up in a punt. It did. Didn't, yes. It didn't get nothing from it. Uh, but then you pretty much uh, get to the last drive of the game. Uh, at a certain point, uh, they got to get in the field goal range to win the game pretty much, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, um, after uh, both teams had a one chance to take the lead and both failed. Uh, so now Kansas City got the ball again, a couple seconds left. Uh, they're about 10, 15 yards away. Um, they got to be able to get the ball a little further. Uh, at this point, they used their last time out. Mm-hmm. Um, so now not only do they have to run another play, they to get in the field goal range, they have to make it out of bounds play. Oh no, that's what it was. Um, they they used their last. There was, um, but that was because uh, Cincinnati had a very crucial call on whether to decline or accept a penalty that would have made it a repeat of third, but or allowed to be fourth and push them. Yeah, up. fourth and five or third and fifteen, and they that's chose. That's what it was, and they chose, they chose third and fifteen. Third and fifteen, giving yeah. them another chance, but pushing them back more. No timeouts right. left. Your boy with the wobble foot. Finally, everyone's like, I don't know if he's fine. Obviously, like I said, he's been throwing good all game. But finally, Mahomes put his put his mobility use, took off, uh, was not in field goal range, um, but still had to go out of bounds. And unfortunately, um, Cincinnati defensive tackle did, did. Yeah. A lot of people don't like the call. But no, you, I mean, it's a right a, call. You, it's a right it's call. A right he call. was already, he was, it's, right even, it's not even the fact of the body contact, it's the two hands. Like, you literally, as he was going out of bounds, put two hands yeah, and he was already he was more than a step. He was out of he bounds, that's what I'm saying. He was already one yeah. foot out of bounds. Um. So, yeah, so that gave him <laughs> the yardage to kick a field goal. They are roughing the passer. And go to the Super Bowl. And a lot of people were not happy about that. Obviously, Cincinnati fans were uh, freaking just a mess just they they couldn't That's believe true. it you can't blame it on on their uh middle linebacker or defensive end nah, honestly that, i blame it on the play. mayor <laughs> yeah because he was talking a lot <laughs> he was talking a lot before and that you missed a burnt toast eli apple that's why i blame I know, him right and and eli too that's true i mean kelsey i mean um you know kelsey definitely let him know afterwards though he was letting them know the mayor too but I, I still think you can't blame it on him the cincinnati bengals had a lot of chances throughout that game to to win it and they should have won it honestly like mm-hmm. burrow his last drive that he had that's where he should have won it they shouldn't have punted the ball back to kansas city nope even when a minute left there's no way you punt that ball back to them you go for it on that four down they were only like on a fourth and six yeah it was from it was like a on their 40 so it's a gutsy play to make that type of play but mm-hmm. i mean i feel like if you got like one of the best quarterbacks you got to try to make that that play you know i don't know not just me no 100 percent and that's the thing both quarterbacks had multiple chances to step up, and finally Mahomes did. And even yeah. if and even if the rough and the passer didn't happen, um, they still would have had they, another. You play. try that kick. They they nah. would have had like another one more play, I think. I mean, at that point, left. it's a it's a tie it's a tie. No, at that point, it was less than that. Um, and it was a tie game. Um, so like, the the red line is just what you want. Well, you know, when they mark it on the field with a graphic, 
like I forgot what it was, but if it was at the end of the day, let Butler is a very good kicker. Let him take that kick. He yeah. so at the end of the day, like he, one quarterback put their team in a better position to win even without the hit. Um, but he, so I felt like even if it went into overtime, we always see how that happens. Yeah. Uh, so like yeah. I, I feel like one quarterback finally did step up and just Burrow's didn't. No, I agree. I definitely think the Kansas City has, took over the momentum there. And, I mean, let's see if they're going to be able to carry that momentum that they had in that game to this weekend, February 12th, Sunday, 6.30 Eastern Time, p.m. Of course, the Super Bowl in Arizona is the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles, man. This is going to be an insane game because you mm-hmm. got two of probably – the best teams this year. I mean, they pretty yeah, much were, ever. you know, the, yeah. the number one seats from both the NFC and the AFC. So literally the two best teams in the league, I guess you could say going up against each other. This is going to be an incredible game. And, uh, I mean, I'm so ready to watch this one. Aren't you a hundred percent, man? Uh, Eagles first time since being the Patriots with the Philly special, uh, back yep. in 17. And obviously, uh, chiefs both. coming back after a one year hiatus. This is, a hundred percent set up to be a good game. One team trying to uh, determine their dynasty, another team trying to show that they're not a fluke and that they're supposed to be here. That's true, and they're trying to make their own dynasty out of it, especially Jalen Hurts. I mean, yes, coming out of college, my man was a second-round pick, and not many people. And honestly, the one thing that he was remembered for was getting benched for Tua, you know, yeah. in Alabama, and then he had to make his own name in Oklahoma. So after Alabama that. fans, yeah, I, I gotta stop trying to claim him. That's a fact. I mean, look yeah, what he's doing now, though. I mean, he's I an Oklahoma guy. That's where he won his Heisman, obviously, right. when, when he went to Oklahoma. Won his Heisman there. Now he got picked in the second round. Still got a chip on his shoulder. Wasn't even really meant to start last year because they had a lot of questions for him. Only gave him, you know, the reins towards the end of the season. And they were a lot of people still had questions about him this season, too. You know, especially in the beginning of the season, early. They were wondering if he's going to be able to stay in the pocket, you know, if he's going to be able to throw to all these new options that he's got. And, mm-hmm. you know, this game is definitely going to honestly solidify himself as a starter for sure for the next 10 years on this team. But it might solidify like the Eagles as a future dynasty as well. I mean, you got to win more to get a dynasty. Um, if they win this year and come back, to the playoffs next year, then at that point right. we can have the conversation. Right. Um, but so let's like, talk about the game then. Uh, who you think gonna win this one? Who you got? I mean, honestly, this is gonna be an exciting game, and it's hard to choose. A lot of people might not think so, whether it's one way or the other. Yeah. But it's definitely hard to choose. Um, one 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 end, you got a team that has excelled on on almost all ends: offensive line, offensive playmakers. Uh, defensive quality, uh, pretty much 70 sacks in a season, talking about the Eagles. Uh, but at the end of the day, on the other end, you got the team with the second most sacks in the season, led by Chris Jones, talking about the Chiefs. And um, honestly, the led the league in scoring and yards per play. So, like, you got playmakers and just just top-notch people on both sides of the ball on both teams. Uh, so I think it's just going to be coming down to really a couple questions pretty much when it comes to the Eagles. Um, how is their pass rush going to affect Mahomes? And when it comes to the Chiefs, honestly, the only question is who the hell is going to show up? Because <laughs> they just don't have nobody at this point. 
Um, so pretty much keep losing guys. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So I'll start with the with the Chiefs. Uh, Mahomes should be a little bit more better shape by then. Uh, thank God they get a week rest uh, through the Pro Bowl. Um, honestly, like I said, he he looked he looked like he was he was good. Um, but we know he wasn't good. We we seen the replays of his mobility. We seen him wobble all game. Um, <laughs> and that was scary. And that wasn't even him at 100%. Uh, granted, right. we're going to have two quarterbacks not at 100% playing. Uh, I'm pretty sure Hurts is dealing with something on his shoulder or something like that. Mm. Um, the good. receivers, though, for the Chiefs, it's obviously an issue. Tony's out, Schuster out, and Hardman. All three of them left the game on Sunday. I don't know which one of them are coming back. Uh, they, first, uh, they put, my bad, good child, they put Nico yeah. Harmon on injured reserve, and uh, he's not going to be playing. And then they just took back, uh, or they got Edwards Hilaire coming in. Okay. For Nico Harmon, yeah. he took his roster spot. Yep, and they're going to need it. A um, couple plays in, if not, I want to say the first play, because I was so devastated that it was like right as soon as the game started. Uh, Sneed went down. Um, hitting his head, and then uh, the linebacker, uh, Gay, went out. So at this point, they're just banged up everywhere. And while they still found a way to win against Cincinnati, that's just not a good option when you're going against a team and a defense uh, like the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, at the end of the day, if you want a quarterback behind the line in that bang-up team, you might as well have uh, Patty Mahomes, man. So the he's best. only, yeah, literally <laughs> at the this best point, right now, at least yeah. he's exactly 100% best in the league. Uh, no doubt about it. Um, we talked about throughout the playoffs, everything he did throughout the season and what he did in the playoffs. So we already know his resume and we know what he's going to do. Uh, so the question is, can he do it? That's Other end, it's, it's, it's the defense, man, with the, with the, with the, um, the Eagles. Um, I'll be honest. They cannot have an off day. Uh, 70 sacks in uh, in the season, uh, but at the end of the day, they have been a little slow in the few games they played in the in the playoffs. Now you think, hey, it's only a couple games, yes, but also it's a couple games against subpar offensive lines. Um, you play, oh well, they I think they got three on Sunday. Uh, the Eagles, while they blew through the 49ers, did not look impressive in a couple spots on Sunday. Exactly. It's, now, mind you, a lot of it is they just let off the gas. Didn't feel like they really had to prove anything, and I understand that. Um, but at the end of the day, there's, there's not, that's not what you want to do in a, in a championship game leading up to the Super Bowl. That's just, that's just not. Um, so I want to see how, how Reddick and that defense is really about to just like pull in and just obviously you got a, a quarterback on the other end that has no receivers, no run game, um, a decent offensive line, and who's injured on one knee. Um, so let's, let's see how, how it's been. Um, and actually granted, I'm gonna take that back. They've actually been more than decent. He has the best offensive line and the, Eagles. the chiefs. Yes. The chiefs have the best offensive line in the season. Uh, now the granted, Eagles were up to one point of the season. And now since the chiefs got back, I think they got Lane Johnson back, right? That's what I'm saying. They've been the like probably the best. Yeah. Everyone loves, um, they just everyone loves like the offensive line. Can we get the the fancy highlights of the pancakes with the Eagles, uh, especially <laughs> your do. boy Kelsey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, especially more you know because they have a good running game, especially and and, and that's, that's why how they show people, it. They push yeah. the ball forward, and you see them exactly. really. Get, but at the end of the day, when it comes to protecting a quarterback, no and, line and does it better than the Kansas City Chiefs. And that's going to mm-hmm. be really important in this game. You're right about that because that's 
huge for, for Mahomes, especially seeing him from last game. He was slightly injured. I mean, we'll see if, if this game he'll be able to stay up right. That's huge for this game. Yeah, and the 49ers honestly had no idea how to block the offensive uh, defensive scheme that came from the Eagles uh, throughout that game. That's how they got two quarterbacks injured because people came in untouched. Yep. Uh, so the offensive line and on top of the running backs and uh, tight ends, mm-hmm. i.e. Kelsey as well, uh, was going to have a lot of work cut out for him. So that's that's really what's going to be. Uh, offensive line of the Chiefs versus defensive line of the Eagles, uh, or not just a line, but, you know, what's front seven and front five is going to win. And then mm-hmm. is Mahone and the rest of the team going to be healthy enough? Like, we know what we're going to get from the, from the Eagles. That's true. And at the end of the day, we don't know what we're going to get from Kansas City, and that's the question because of all these injuries. We want it to be a good high-scoring game, but we just don't know. Um, so at this point, that's what I said. It's really a close game. Um, a lot of people might have it going one or the other. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm going to save my pick. Okay, I'm gonna save yeah. My pick. I like I that. Got well, it I like what you have to game, say, though. I'll tell you that. Well, you, wait, you got it a three-score game? Yes. Wow. Wow. I think it's going to be a close game. So, I mean... Oh, my bad. You said it's going to be a close game. Yeah. I, I thought you said a three-score game for a second. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, a lot I'm of people so are expecting sorry. That. I meant three-point. Three-point yes. game. Okay. I'm yeah, tripping. Yeah, yeah three-score game, yeah, 21 yeah, yeah. points. That's crazy. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it a three-point. No, no, point. no. It's, it's really not crazy because I was just going to say a lot a lot of people yes, have, they been, are. have been calling for one team to to really destroy the other team and, and that team is the the Eagles. They think the Eagles are going to destroy the Kansas City Chiefs. This is what a lot of pundits have been saying. Oh yeah. You know, uh, I mean, nobody really knows what's going on with can uh, with uh Patrick Mahomes obviously, but we did see him last week. He played decent enough for them to win. Obviously, their offense wasn't at 100%. I think now that they're getting back Edward Solaire is going to help them a little bit even though they lost Nico Harmon. You know, Kelsey's going to be there, his reliable target that he's always going to throw to, Mr. Reliable. He's he's literally the next Gronk. He's It's probably a better duo than, than Brady and Gronk, I think. I uh, mean, at this Mahomes point, Kelsey. he's breaking receiving records. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's going like, to break that Tony Gonzalez, like, 1,000-yard mark. Uh, I think it's, like, eight seasons in a row. I think he's at seven now. If he gets mm. one more year next year, he's he's going to tie it. And then I think I think he can get it for two more years. A thousand yards, so he's on his way to do that. He's that type of, you know, tight end, like Tony mm-hmm. Gonzalez level, Antonio Gates level. When you when you hear a great tight ends, I mean, you're gonna hear Gronkowski, Antonio Gates, you know, like I said, Tony Gonzalez, of course, Shannon Sharp, and I, I think Kelsey's gonna be one of them when he ends up, hangs him up. But oh, yes. as far as like Mahomes though, I mean, is he already like in the Hall of Fame? Like my man's gone to three Super Bowls already won a few MVPs, like, I mean, this year we think he's going to win the MVP, so I'm projecting him to have pretty much two, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, at this point in his career, like, what else does he have to show for it? Does he really have to win this game to even show that he's one of the greatest? Um, yeah, I think he kind of does. I think he kind of does. He has to win yeah. under these conditions. You know if he I mean? wins, is he don't have to. But if he wins under these conditions yeah, exactly. against this Philly team, yeah, that's, that's it's over. I, Cemented. Exactly. That's that's what I was just thinking. So I was like, that's what I was thinking to myself. Like, people are not not necessarily expecting him to win because they think the Eagles are so much better. Yeah, they have the number one uh, rush offense. Yeah, they have the number one uh, sacks in, in the league. You know, they're able to, like literally take down any quarterback they've injured so many quarterbacks this year i think the stat was that they injured like 
five quarterbacks this season, which is insane to me. Like, really? Yeah, that's a crazy stat that I heard, which is insane. Like five five quarterbacks wow. they injured, and I mean Jesus. just two this weekend. So you know no, that. No, no, yeah, yeah. So three three other ones, but still like, uh, it's insane. Like what they've what they've been able to do with that pass rush. Um, even even that that back seven. I mean they they got a lot of interceptions, not as many as like a team like Dallas this year, but they still been able to do things. I think they're going to be able to hold down um the receivers but I, I do think that kelsey's going to be able to get through the middle we might see a showing by watkins i don't know i don't know will we but <laughs> this game really depends on what happens with mahomes if he's able to move the ball by himself get short first downs hopefully and then edward Solaire and and both of the running backs really panchero as well uh, i want to see uh panchero pacheco, uh, pacheco, pacheco excuse me <laughs> Thank you, Pacheco. Uh, I really want to see what they do because I really believe that if they start running the ball early, they're going to have a lot of success because another stat has been that's on the other side is if the Eagles get over 100 yards, then they're 14-0 and 0 this season. So that's going to be tough for, for them not to get over 100 the way that they've been running it. All right. Um, especially against the Kansas City defense that lets on a lot of runs. Um, this is going to be a game that, that really depends on the running game, honestly. That's what I think. It's going to be running game and the offense. It's pretty much offensive line, offensive line play. If they allow the other team to sack the other team, you know, that's going to be huge. Like you said, both these teams have really good defensive line units. So that's going to be huge um, to watch. And I think both of them can run the ball very well. Uh, as far as the better quarterback play, I do think that, you know, you're going to have to give it to Jalen Hurst because he's had a few, like a little bit more rest. Plus, when they played the 49ers, he had time to rest in the third and fourth quarter pretty much. Um, so I do think they got it there. But, man, this this game it literally depends on Patrick Mahomes and his legacy because if the Eagles get over 150 yards rushing, even over 120 yards rushing, I think it could it could actually be a blowout. And by blowout, I mean two-score two game possibly a 10 score or 10 point game. But I think that Patrick Mahomes is something special. I think that he's got it this year. Again, he knows he's got the MVP. He wants to get that little cherry on top of the cake. And he just wants to win this one and let people know that, yes, this is a real dynasty. I know that we lost one and yeah, we won one, but this is a real dynasty winning three out of the, out of the last four Super Bowls. That's, that's something they, it's, that you accomplish. I'm sorry, three out of the, the last two Super Bowls. Two out of the last three. Right? Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> that was hard to say. But anyways, uh, I think he's uh, he's going to be there in the future, but I think that this is the time for him to win it. And I think he's got this game. I actually got this game close like you. I think it's going to be a three-score game, and the Kansas City Chiefs are going to upset the Eagles, and it's going to be 31-28. to 28. Kansas City. Harrison Bucker is going to win it for them again. Wow. Yep. That's crazy. But now I want to hear who you got because I'm interested. You got it as a close game too, but the way that you were leaning, I kind of see you leaning the other way. Nope. Oh. Hey, that's crazy because I thought you were leaning the other way. <laughs> you know what, man? All, all <laughs> like the last week, I was thinking that, you know, seeing what everyone was saying about the Eagles, and I've been watching the Eagles all season, seeing that everyone's saying, like, yeah, they should, they should just demolish them. It should be like a 10 point game. It should be like, you know, a two score game, but the Eagles should win. But I just think that Patrick Mahomes is something special. He's going to pull out something out of the bag. 
him and Kelsey and the, that running game is going to make it happen. Honestly, I I think that front five is going to hold. They're going to uh, be very creative when it comes to uh, finding a way to stop that innovative scheme when it comes to the what the Eagles defense throw at them. And obviously, uh, if they can't find a way to stop Kelsey over the middle, they can't afford to start sending in blitz. Um, and that's something that no other team that they face yet has all has like they're literally facing the best offense in the league. And they're that's like, true. it's not at 100 percent. I understand that. Uh, but when we look at that best offense in the league, we know uh, over 70 percent of it is Mahomes and Kelsey. So <laughs> some boys are still there. <laughs> and they will still be there. There's on number Sunday. one weapons there, yeah. Exactly, and I think as long as everyone else just does enough, um, I do think that they can pull away with a 27-24 win. Mm, nice three-point game as well. Yeah, you did say three-point. That's right. And I do think wow. that it is uh, definitely by a kick as well. I think nice, it's gonna be a nice. tough fought game. Uh, start off a little ugly, low scoring at first, um, and then they're gonna get a, a couple couple TDs going in uh in the second and third. Couple kicks going in the fourth, trying to close mm-hmm. it out. Yeah, I I kind of agree. I think it's for me. I actually think it's gonna be a slightly low scoring in, in the first half. I think it's gonna be maybe a ten to seven game in the first half. They're not gonna really pick it up till the second half and start scoring. And and uh, I do see it, you know, them being tied up close in the fourth quarter, and then Kansas City just pulls it away with that with that kick, thirty one to thirty eight. But I kind of answered this question a little bit earlier, like who, who who's it gonna be more for? Is it gonna be more for Mahomes or or you know, first, but I want to, I want to hear you answer that. Who do you think it means more for to win the Super Bowl, Hurts or Mahomes? Um, so personally, it'll mean more uh, for Hurts, uh, because yeah. everything yeah. that everyone doubted him, uh, even mm-hmm. to this day, we both just picked the Chiefs, so clearly, uh, he still doubted. Um, not him, but you know, the team itself. Uh, so he got a, he got a chip on his back. Uh, but like we both said, legacy wise, it'll definitely mean more, uh, for Mahomes, uh, to be able to notch the Super Bowl injured with half his team not there. There's nothing you can say about it after that. Like, absolutely nothing. He will go, like, all he has to do is has a decent career. And I promise you, like, if he doesn't win any more rings, then he will be He's the person in Hall who, of Fame. I think. That's a, if he doesn't win any more rings and he wins this year, mm-hmm. he will be the person that gets argued with Tom Brady for the next 15 years. I was just gonna like, say he that. wouldn't have the yeah. resume as Tom, but there will be yeah. he would be the one that they argue like it would be LeBron versus Jordan. He would be the that argument. Like there will this... be like anyone could someone could come in and win three rings, four rings, and. Mm-hmm. We're still gonna compare Mahomes versus Brady. Like that's how I feel. Like this, like this will cement his legacy. Yeah, I think this puts him on the next echelon of quarterbacks. Like you just said, I, I think it possibly if they start doing that Brady comparison. I think that you know the Peyton Manning comparison is closer there because Peyton's got two rings with a bunch of MVPs and he's always been like a great passing quarterback with numbers wise. But I think that this this moves him from like the quarterbacks that have only won one Super Bowl. Uh, that's pretty much like a few. Well, it's a lot of quarterbacks that have only won one, and they've they've only won for a certain amount, like certain amount of time, five years, seven years, and then they just got out of the league. This puts them to a different echelon of quarterbacks. The Terry Bradshaws, you know, the Montanas, the like I said, Peyton Manning, who's won two yeah. like that. That's the other echelon of quarterbacks that I think he's gonna put himself into. But I agree with you about the earlier point. I think that 
personally, I would think that it kind of mean to me it would mean more for Hertz to win it coming in as a second round pick, you know, him getting benched for Tua and a and a cha- national championship game in Alabama, him having to transfer to Oklahoma, taking that team to a national or I mean to the uh, college football playoff, winning the Heisman there, still not getting picked in the first round, people doubting him, not being able to start his uh, you know, first full season and and now just balling out his First, uh, literally his first full season that he's playing, he's balling out. He was the mm-hmm. MVP candidate for a second, and if he wins the Super Bowl, I think that this this is gonna give him a chance to be a, a franchise player for the next ten years. I don't know. That's a fact, and and he has a lot of talent. Like I said, beginning of the year, um, last year I was not impressed. Obviously, yeah. rushing we yeah, know yeah. he has, but passing I just wasn't impressed. Um, That's what we want to see. Just first year, couple yeah. games. Uh, I said I'm starting to see a little bit of improvement uh, halfway through right. the season. Uh, while I still didn't trust the team as a whole, you know what I mean? Um, I was able to see that he was making leaps into a better passer, a uh, better playmaker, uh, better uh, better throws in the pocket, um, being able to stay in the pocket and complete throws instead of just always trying to bail out um, his yeah. – his medium to um, deep throws started getting a little better, uh, more accurate. Not just that, he was taking different chances and actually being able to hit them. Like, he took a lot of chances. That's true. Um, especially the deep weekend. shots. You're right the about chances, that. The deep that's shots. Insane. And they weren't there last year. I think the, mm-hmm. the one question that we're, we're probably going to have in the future is, like, we're seeing him with this much talent right now. We see what he can do with this much talent around him. He's got A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, you know, Jalen um, uh, Sanders. He's got Miles Sanders. uh Back there, and Dallas Goddard, who's a great tight end as, as well. But and one I, of I the best offensive lines. That that as well, and they have been for the last two years, really. I mean, last year they had the best rushing attack as well, and same with this year. Um, so I'm just trying to see, like, in, in the future, how he does with a little bit less talent. I think that right now what he's showing is that he can play with some big-time big, big time players around him, and he can win with them. You know, he can actually take a team, unlike a guy like, Dak Prescott, should I say, that's had chances with big All the big, talent in the world. Exactly. And he can't take them to the next level. So, I mean, you see that there's differences in quarterbacks. Some some people can take that that talent team and take them to the next level, and some people can't. But And the same with Mahomes. He's able to take a, a talented team and a team that's not as talented. Because I'll be honest, I don't think that this team is as talented as the team last year or even two years ago. And No, took, honestly, for him to have his passing stats – uh, obviously, like I said, a great protective offensive line as well as a great tight end. Um, but he definitely, like, no one expected him to have what he did this year. Like right, the team, like be the everyone, MVP and everyone expected lost, the team to take a step back. Yep. Yeah, he's going to be the MVP, and he lost the number one receiver in football pretty much. Well, one, like, probably top three receiver. Top in football, three, easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's crazy what he's been able to do. And we'll see this weekend. I mean, we both got the Kansas City Chiefs winning it. And, I mean, honestly, I'm I'm definitely going to be excited about the game because either way, I, I know it's going to be a high-scoring high game. I think it's going to be exciting as well. So definitely excited to watch it. But speaking of excitement and the Super Bowl, I wanted to talk a little bit about our favorite Super Bowl games that, that we've ever watched or just one of our favorites that, that we've – you know, ever seen. Um, I want to hear yours, or do you want to hear mine first? Actually, let me. I'll actually, tell you let mine. Hear, yeah, yeah, let me hear yeah, yours. I want to. I want to hear your like favorite and recent memory. Your favorite Super Bowl game in recent memory. 
Um, so I really started getting into sports heavy, heavy, um, basically in 08, uh, Boston Celtics. That's when I became a Celtics fan. Mm-hmm. And um, I always say this because that is the year that we won. Um, but we haven't won since, and I'm still a fan, so, you know. Um, but I was fell in love with the big three, Rondo. Um, and I didn't have an NFL team at that point. Uh, but this is where my um, my hate for the Patriots started. Uh, <laughs> they were just unbearable that year. And I didn't know really much about, like, people personally when it came to the to people on the team because I didn't follow football that much. Mm-hmm. Um I just knew that for some reason I started to hate the Patriots and obviously being in Bill territory, even though I didn't like the Bills either, I just started wanting them to lose. <laughs> and then and the next thing I know, the undefeated Patriots are in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. against the ten and six wild card New York Giants. <laughs> and they have a chance to make history. Had a full undefeated season against a team that they just beat 38 35 in the last game of the season. That's right. That was game 17. And Maybe everyone week 17, thought, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And everyone thought it was in the bag. And it gave us the birth of not only one of the best Super Bowls of all time, but one of the biggest upsets in professional sports. So yes, that's what I'm talking about. 17-14-2008 win for man. the New York Giants against the New England Patriots. You're bringing back some memories, man, because I I totally remember watching that game. I was actually with our boy, shout out David. I was yes, with sir. our boy David watching that game. We were at this uh, place, Luka Hookah, and we're watching yep. on a projector screen. Uh, pretty pretty crazy. Obviously, the Giants were his favorite team at the time. I think they still are. But Yeah, they still uh, are. He just don't follow football that much. Right, right, right. But, I can say I that because he won't ever hear this. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but if he does, shout out to you, my boy. <laughs> I see you out there. But, I mean, I remember that game like it was yesterday, man. Like, uh, that Patriots team was insane. I mean, Randy mm, Moss mm. and Tom Brady had one of the craziest wide receiver quarterback seasons that we've ever seen, honestly. Like Randy Moss was breaking game records at that at that time. He was getting like four touchdowns in, in one game. He had like two hundred and forty yard game at, at one point. Um he had I think he ended up with like eighteen hundred yards. Uh he was just like uh the, the number three, I think, in the in the league or in the history in the NFL. He had number three most uh, yards as a wide receiver that year, Randy Moss did. And he had the most touchdowns, actually. That's the record that he did beat. He had, like, 24 touchdowns uh, at the end of the season. So I definitely remember that season. It was insane for, for that whole team, that Patriots team. And even I remember watching them, you know, beat the Giants that game 17 because that was a close game. And a lot yeah, of people it was were, like, 38-35. Yeah, yeah. And that, that game was, like, all over TV because – you know, at until it was the last then, game of the season, we want to know that nobody really went undefeated in the regular yeah. season until you know since the '72 Dolphins and and then the Patriots exactly. did it. But but my man Strahan in the Super Bowl got that sack on Brady though. And oh well, yeah, no, to, it was it was a was it was pretty much a, a very but, competitive defensive game. Uh, like I said, true. it was it was that's a true. 17 uh, to 14 game like low as hell and i'm pretty sure it was only 10 points total in the whole first three quarters for both teams like it really didn't really uh it was turned up until the fourth quarter yeah yeah, yeah. that's exactly Um, what happened and the craziest catch you know david tyree caught it in his helmet 
which was insane. Yeah. One of the most insane catches that we've ever seen in the Super Bowl. Um, so definitely a crazy Super Bowl for sure. Great, great choice for a Super Bowl. Nah, 100%. Um, it was definitely just, uh, like you said, helmet catch on the third down. Um, pretty much everything on defense that happened. Um, just a top-notch game. Um, so what was your favorite Super Bowl? Man, so I, I guess... I mean, I guess uh, mine is a little bit biased. I mean, all right, it's a lot of bit biased. I got to go with my team, the Rams. <laughs> but listen, we've had some great Super Bowls and Super Bowl history. And yeah, in, in 2001, we lost one to Tom Brady, who we just talked about. He actually came back on us, too. We were winning. Uh, it was actually 14 to 14, and then they won 17 to 14, which was insane. Because we should have won that one. But I'm not going to talk about that one. I'm going to talk about the one that we won. And the one that we won was insane. It was Super Bowl 34, the year 1999. And this was the first Super Bowl that I've ever watched. Maybe this is probably why I'm a Rams fan, uh, just from watching that Super Bowl. And it was a thriller, but it wasn't a thriller. Just like the one that you talked about until the fourth quarter. Like, uh, this game really didn't, like, start picking up until the fourth quarter. And the game was tied at 16 uh, up until two minutes left in the game. Now, right. we had... Kurt Warner, who was the MVP at that time, Isaac Bruce, Tory Holt, Marshall Falk on the Rams. This was the greatest show on turf, literally. That's what they were called. Um, one of the greatest teams ever assembled. But on the other side, you had guys like Steve McNair. You know, Kevin Dyson was on on uh, that team that they had. You know, they had an amazing squad too. So uh, it was a it was a very tough matchup because the Titans had one of the best defenses and the Rams had the best offense. Now, the Rams, they were they couldn't really get any push in the first three quarters. They couldn't get any long drives. The way that they were able to score was more uh, running the ball. And it wasn't until the fourth quarter until Kurt Warner started passing it. And he connected with Isaac Bruce in the last, like, literally the last seconds of the game on a 73-yard touchdown pass. This was mm-hmm. in the last two minutes. And then from there, we were up, you know, then my man, uh, Steve McNair, comes back and he drives one of the most dramatic drives in NFL history. McNair throws it uh, to Kevin Dyson on a 17-yard pass when they're on the, close to the goal line. Kevin Dyson tries to reach out, and his time expires. He doesn't make it to the end zone, and he's one yard short. And it's that one amazing scene that you always see, the Titans reaching out the ball to try to make the end zone, but the Rams stopping them. Aeneas Williams stopped them, and it was a crazy, crazy game. Roland Williams was uh, also on that Rams team, and shout out to him because he was a Rochester native, uh, Rochester, New York native, East High School. But I, that was an incredible game. They they played amazing. They were able to win in a dramatic fashion and against one of the toughest defenses of that decade, the 99. Nah, I mean, it seemed like some of the best games always lay way to top-notch defenses and elite offenses. Just pretty much going back and forth um, most games. And pretty much most of our top recent uh, Super Bowl memories have shown that. Uh, even That's the uh, even the 28-3 uh, fall, fallout that That's technically right. showed some very great defense in the yeah. second half. Or second half for some sure. Elite yeah. offense. It just happened to both be in the same team. Uh, so. so if you remember, <laughs> the Falcons were the number one offense that year. 
That, uh, and, and they showed yeah, it. They were, that's why they were able to come up 28 to 3. But also, like, another great Super Bowl like that was uh, Steelers versus Cardinals. That was uh, Super Bowl 43. Um, you know, that was a crazy one. Larry Fitzgerald and Kurt Warner again was on the Cardinals, actually, this time. Ben Roethlisberger, that's when, when he won uh, his first Super Bowl. And that mm-hmm. was the dramatic one where in the, like, the end of the half, um, what was it? I think it was... Uh, who was it? Harrison, I think he he got like a hundred yard interception, uh, and that was to end the half. And then right at the end of the game, Santonio Holmes caught like a touchdown catch, that like touchdown. right at the end of, end of the end zone, right there. Mm-hmm. Crazy. That was nah, also that touchdown will go down as one of the best touchdowns to for Super Bowl history. Just the fact that how it ended a game. And the crazier part about that is a lot of people don't remember, but just a touchdown right before that. It happened like one minute before that. People thought that Arizona was going to win. Larry mm-hmm. Fitzgerald had one of the most incredible touchdowns too. But just people forget that because San Antonio Holmes caught like one of the most amazing catches right there. So there's definitely been some amazing games in Super Bowl history. And honestly, I'm I'm waiting for this one to be another one. Oh, yes. I definitely I really think it's... this one. Yeah. yeah, I definitely think, like I said, uh, as long as Mahomes uh, has a decent team to go out there with, uh, him and that defense is, are going to compete against each other, and it's going to be another instant classic, for sure. Exactly. Especially because a lot of people are writing off Mahomes and the Chiefs just because of injury. And that's the thing, like, I can understand, but how can you say that after what he just shown us yeah. this week? Look yeah, I'm going to say, I'm not betting against him no more. <laughs> I'm not mm-hmm. betting against him. I'm not betting against him. <laughs> Not till not till he loses like a few in a row, then I'll start betting against him, but not anymore. That's a fact. <laughs> but for real, uh, this was great. It was great hearing what you had to say about the Super Bowl, and it's good to hear that we both actually got it the same way. Cause everyone that I've been listening to, everyone I've been hearing, they got the Eagles. But if you guys want to go a different route and you want to know why, then it's good that you listen to us. Cause honestly, I totally agree with you. I think this is. Mahomes is here and Mahomes dynasty. But if you guys agree, please comment down below. And if you don't, well, screw you. Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> comment ah. below too. <laughs> please nah, comment. Let us if know you, what you think. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Even if you think we're wrong, please let us know. We love here. We love seeing that. <laughs> and because uh, we love debating against it too. We love hearing different perspectives. We we love seeing what you guys have to say. So definitely let us know who you think is gonna win this Super Bowl. And also, please write down some of your favorite Super Bowl memories. Uh, maybe they were in recent memory or just some, some of your favorite Super Bowl plays that you've ever uh, uh, seen. Just comment down below. And if you guys are watching again, please make sure you click that like button and subscribe to our channels. We're on YouTube, we're on Twitch, and we're on Facebook Live. So make sure you guys check us out there. Also, if you just want to listen to the podcast, we're everywhere. Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, anywhere where you get your podcast, pretty much. And you guys could also check out our Patreon page where you guys could ask us some questions as well, give us some general support, or just uh, check out our merch there. And we're going to be dropping our new website soon, right, Melo? Oh, yes. Uh, Less than two, three weeks away. We just got to fix up a couple things, make sure we got everything all set uh, so you guys don't have to go nowhere else to get everything you need. Exactly. We'll have your, our blogs there. We'll have our, our you know new posts that we do there, our, our TikToks, everything, pretty much our reels, videos. And the new podcast episodes, of course. So that's definitely going to be the place to go where you guys can get all of the stuff who you got. But we really appreciate you guys for checking out this episode. And we'll see you guys on the next episode of Who You Got with Mello and Rado. Peace, y'all. Peace.